Good morning, people. People of the world. People of here, wherever you are. There you are. Welcome to uh, Electric Leftovers. That's the name of this show. You know that by now. You'd think I would. Nope. Um, how you doing? Having a good day? That's pretty good. It is nine days. Nine days and counting. Till ye olde surgery. Or they go into my back and they probably remove a thing about the size of a quarter of a toothpick. That has been making my life miserable for nearly eight years now. I'm gonna miss it, I think. You know. Maybe. Who knows. Maybe it's, like, grown consciousness and is sentient by now. Who knows? I want video, if that's the case. I want to see that happening live. Or, you know, film it. I want to see it. What do we got over today at the website? Today at the website, Jade... Our good buddy Jade, in a celebration of The Legend of Zelda turning 30. I think Zelda's 30. Link's 30. Zelda's probably a little older. Um, unless you do the whole like time travel, mask, alternate universe, boats, trains, werewolves business. All of these things can be found in Legend of Zelda games. Uh, Jade has done some Legend of Zelda videos, and also... For the monthly, for the month of March, Jade has said, play some Zelda ROM hacks. He didn't specify which game is ROM hacks slash fan games, so um, I'm trying to get Scarlet to do uh, Parallel Worlds, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to check it out. We also have some Undertale, some Tactics Ogre, Treasure Hunter G, Final Fantasy IV, Shadowgrounds, Dynasty Warriors Complete Extreme 8 Legends Edition. More East from Scarlet, Borderlands 2, an Epic Heroes of Might and Magic 3. And then there's another little Undertale video way up there at the top. <clears throat> Just because. Uh, we also have a new poll. Something about the f this show. Something about this show. What is the poll about? Poll. Poll of the week. P-O-O-T-W. It's like POTUS, but different. Oh, and someone replied to a thing. And I have a message. <laughs> uh, let's see. Why haven't you called into the podcast? I'm too nervous. There's a podcast. If Jade calls in and sings a Sailor Moon theme, I have called in, but will again for option three. No one has voted for I Plain Old Half called in. Let's see who's too nervous. Jade... Why are you nervous? You don't got to be nervous. You're the only people who listen to this. I mean, really. No big deal. I want Scarlet. So this is the the comments on the um, monthly. I want Scarlet to do parallel worlds. I said Ragnet says I think I want to try Lost Isle. Scarlet says I'll give it a shot. I tried three different other ones earlier. Only got one to run correctly, and that was Wheel of Fate. Is he going to do it? Does he know what he's in for? Maybe we can enter the 3DS soundtracks. Yep, sure. Mephisto. Mephisto, on top of things, um, we've got our soundtrack section set up, and he's been adding some soundtracks. Shin Megami Tensei 3, uh, Digital Devil Saga. I don't know what that one is. 
Let me go look. Let me actually go and look at that soundtrack stuff. <laughs> this is stuff that's happening, you know. Click. We got Jade Cocoon, Shatter, PC, Shin Megami Tensei, If. They got that Super Nintendo. That's a PlayStation logo. I wonder if they remade it. Sure will, buddy. Doing it right now. So he's got some more soundtracks to add, but I have not yet made a 3DS section. <clears throat> so I'm going to do that right now. And while I do that, I'm going to tell you... Next Friday, the 11th, is surgery day. Um, oh, we had a new user today. Yay! Welcome, new user. Um, next Friday is surgery day, which means, obviously, we'll have a podcast out after that. Um, I'm not terribly sure how it's going to go the week after. It might go really well. Um, it might not happen at all. I'm going to be able to go back to work like Monday. I might take a day, depending on what the doc thinks, but I could probably just go back to work, which means I could probably do this. And I don't remember the formatting. So, uh, I'm going to finish this up, and then we'll head on over to the archives.
Well, now that's done. Heading over to the archives. Which also means this is going to be where the music from today's episode is going to be. And that is going to be... Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Disney's Chippendale Rescue Rangers, even. If you really want to try to not get sued. Chip and Dale, those pint-sized but courageous Disney detectives have received another desperate call for help. The evil fat cat has kidnapped Gadget. His sinister goal? To take over the city. Join the Rescue Rangers on their exciting search through the darkest depths of slimy sewers to the electrifying heights of live telephone wires. Play alone or with a friend to locate Fat Cat's headquarters and thwart his diabolical scheme. Fat's Cat bad guys, can you escape them or do you stand and fight? Deadly attacking killer bees, can you outrun them or do you let them bite? Rabid robot rats and mechanical dogs, are you saved from their savage jaws or do you bite them back? That was really terrible. The first half of that was pretty good, but the end of that was awful. What are you doing, Capcom? Anyway, uh, this was part of the NES Atlas. Um, so it's part of that whole playthrough business. Um, a very good game. Side-scrolling platformer thingy where you have uh, to pick up and throw stuff as a weapon. A la Mario Brothers 2. Uh, very fun game. Very fun game. Very short game. I actually got this all done in one playlist. Multiple paths you can take through the game. So there's actually some replay value here. Uh, very good. Very good game. Solid game. They made a sequel to this like they did with DuckTales. But I don't think I ever played the sequel. I think it either never got released in America or came out so late that it kind of got overlooked. Which happened a lot. Um... Yeah, just a single video playlist, some really good music, which you will be hearing in the show, and solid, solid game. Capcom game from 1990. Of course it's going to be good.
all the news, viewers. That was not news. That was coffee. All the news that is fit to put in this podcast. And by fit to put in this podcast, I mean everything on this page. Because that's probably what's fit to put in this podcast. Anyway, our lead story is cat culture. Longtime National Symphony cellist David Taiyi announced in November that his crowdfunding project was hugely successful, freeing him to produce an album of music meaningful to cats. Cats, for example, relax in response to the earliest sound of their mother's purring, which Ty clocked at 23 harp notes a second. Ty's work, according to an October Washington Post feature, includes examining waveforms of real-time purrs and creating an organ sound to mimic the opening and closing of a cat's vocal cords. His Kickstarter pitch raised so much money that he might also try creating music for bored zoo elephants or stressed-out whales. In tests... Cats responded well to Taiyi's music, according to a 2015 journal article, but with less curiosity at the Washington Cat Cafe, Crumbs, and Whiskers. Excuse. Um, actually, I'm going to interject here. There's um, a podcast I listen to, based on a radio show called To the Best of Our Knowledge, and they have an episode called All About Cats, and I think they actually talk about this. Pretty interesting. People writing music for cats to see how they respond to it. Interesting stuff. Anyway, our leading economic indicators, ladies and gentlemen, how do you know the world is doing fine? Well, let's find out. Amazon.com, well, there you go, that's all I gotta say, has riled up Buddhist temples in Japan, according to a January Associated Press dispatch, by offering traveling monks rentable online to conduct funerals and other rituals. The monks would go to a home, grave, or funeral home at fees and upgrades ranging from the equivalent of 300 to about $8,500. Many of Japan's 75,000 Buddhist temples are struggling financially and destined to close. Complained a spokesman for uh, the Japan Buddhist Association, what Amazon is facilita facilitating, excuse me, quote, is allowed in no other country in the world, end quote. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I wouldn't go to Amazon to get a, you know, Amazon.com. Priest for exorcism uh, sort by prime I mean that seems silly right anyway in February gawker.com introduced a semi-serious lube crude index as a poignant factor of how far the price of oil has fallen comparing the world price of a standard 42 gallon barrel of crude which is about $31 with that of a 55-gallon barrel of Passion Natural Water-Based Lubricant, retailing as when packaged in similar, similar smaller quantities excuse me, as sexual aid, shows that sex lube is more valuable than crude oil by a factor of 28. A barrel's worth of lube recently priced at $1,175 versus crude barrels adjusted $41. As recently as June 2014, the Lube Crude Index was near 1. Gawker reported that only two actual barrels of Passion Natural could be found, and that the price would likely rise further if one of them were sold. <clears throat> That's still too much money for a barrel of oil, I think. Unclear on the concept, ladies and gentlemen. Most things on this podcast. Angel Rivera, 49, was arrested in December in Orlando, Florida, on allegations that he punched a child in the face because the boy was not getting dressed for church fast enough. The boy was wearing an ankle brace, which slowed him down. 
and Ryan Daly, 28, was arrested in Las Cruces, New Mexico in February on several charges after police said he beat his mother by pounding her with a Bible. His explanation, police said, was that when he asked her who her soul belonged to, she repeatedly declined to answer. That second one is much more plausible than the first one to me. Who knew? The much maligned pigeon was recently found by researchers to be as skilled as humans at distinguishing between slides of benign virus malignant human breast tissue. Writing in the journal PLOS One, PLOS One, specialists from the University of Iowa and University of California Davies lauded the bird's processing of color, contrast, brightness, and image compression, marveling that pigeons see more wavelengths of light than humans, even though their brains are one thousandth the size. Birds are already known to distinguish hostile humans in celebrated dive-pecking incidents. So, I'm hanging out in Iowa. There's not much to do in Iowa. What should I do? I know. I should get a bunch of pigeons, and I should show them pictures of breast cancer. Oh my goodness, the pigeons are remarkably good at looking at pictures of breast cancer. I hate pigeons. I don't hate them in principle. I hate them because we don't have a large pigeon population where I live. But they hang out at intersections when you're driving. And they don't get out of the way. They walk. They walk. And they walk slowly. And really, I'm in a very large metal thing that is driven by fire. And you are a very small bird with apparently great skill at looking at pictures of breast cancer. I'm I'm just going to say we're going to let nature take its course on this one. Police reports. These are always fun. A near certain robbery of the PNC Bank in Zebulon, North Carolina. Oh boy. On January 28th was prevented when with employees treated to an almost slapstick scene in which the bank manager kept the suspect outside by winning a tug of war for control of the front door. The manager grabbed the door after noticing an armed masked man approaching from the parking lot just after the bank had opened. The frustrated perp fled empty-handed, but was at large. That would mean he is no longer at large. Awkward moments ahead in lockup, ladies and gentlemen. Joel Sloan, 51, was booked for jail for DUI by a sheriff's deputy in Birmingham, Alabama in February. Sloan was dressed head-to-toe as a clown, and no explanation was offered. And Von Tucker, 23, was booked into jail in Tulsa, Oklahoma in February on drug charges. He was wearing a t-shirt with large lettering on the front. Quote, I would cuddle you so hard. And as if those people didn't think it through, here's someone who didn't think it through. The robbers of the electronics store CompuCell in Springfield, Massachusetts in December came up empty but are still at large. A man with a gun jumped the counter and demanded that the employee give him money from the locked cash register. The gunman moved to the back door to let in his accomplice, but that merely allowed the employee and two customers to run out of the front door, and the accomplice fled too, sensing that with no one to unlock the register, the robbery was going nowhere. There's a little perspective for you. American hunters are so trophy-kill obsessed that in the decade ending in 2014... According to the Humane Society figures, they average nine imported carcasses a day among the Big Five African species. Lions, elephants, leopards, rhinos, and the African buffalo. Most of which require special U.S. and foreign permits with conservation conditions. 
Some countries endanger their own dwindling herds just to sell the lucrative permits, and South Africa even offers 150 captive lions a year to make trophy kills easier. Total hunting imports from all animal trophies average 345 a day, mostly from Canada and Mexico. You know, I'm going to I'm going to get a little just a little socio-political here and say if if we actually cared enough to fix the problems in these countries, we wouldn't have to talk about these problems with the animals because the countries wouldn't be selling people lions in cages to come from Milwaukee to shoot. Just saying. And if you want to make your hunting experience, you know, thrilling, you don't have to go to Africa. You take just like a little 22, keep it in your purse size defense weapon, and you go shoot a moose. Try it. You will have more adrenaline pumping through you than anything else in the world. <clears throat> anyway, Chandan Kumar Sain, Sain, excuse me, told BBC News in February that his recent lawsuit against the Hindu god Ram was provoked by Ram's mistreatment of his wife in spiritual lore. Said Sain, we cannot talk about respecting women in modern-day India when we know that one of our most revered gods did not treat his own wife with respect. Sain this wants a court to tell the god to acknowledge he was wrong. After news reports of a male Siberian tiger being playful with a male goat, ordinarily a tiger's meal, in a Russian safari park, lawyer Alexei Krestyanov pressured the local prosecutor in February to embargo further announcements. Announcements, excuse me. Claiming that such coverage harmed children by provoking, quote, interest in non traditional sexual relations. <laughs> People with issues, and this is not the guy from Russia. People in Austin, Texas, said in February they had received dozens, uh, several complaints, K-E-Y-K-I-T-V, K-I, get it, K-E-Y-E, K-I-T-V, sounds very similar to uh, one of the super lubes we were talking about earlier. Um, anyway, they reported dozens from women about a man who approaches them in public genially, but then turns aggressive and tries to stomp their feet. In one case, telling the woman that it was, quote, normal behavior for him. The suspect apparently has only little in common with the Arkansas recidivist who holds the record for multiple appearances in News of the Weird, who merely fondles and sucks women's toes, although without their consent, and sometimes after forcefully grabbing the foot. Wouldn't you fall down? I think you'd fall down. <clears throat> The classic middle name viewers, this is an all-new section. These are people with interesting middle names. <laughs> Arrested recently and awaiting for awaiting trial for murder are Gerald Wayne Boozer Brown Jr. from Macomb Township, Michigan, Matthew Wayne Long from Hico, Texas, Joseph Wayne Goswick in Graham, North Carolina, John Wayne Strasser Jr. in Bellington, West Virginia. Jesse Wayne Gunderson from Wayne, Michigan. Curtis Wayne Wright from Bonita Springs, Florida. John Wayne Noonkester from Cottonwood, California. Indicted for murder were Derek Wayne Gamble from Belton, Texas. Uh, convicted of murder, Carl Wayne Wiley from Del Rio, Texas, who shot themselves to death while suspected by police of murder. Ricky Wayne Cook, Melbourne, Florida. Lloyd Wayne Franklin from Davidson County, North Carolina. Uh, 
And that's our last one. We go back to all the sources for that. I don't know if you caught the uh, theme there, but everybody was named Wayne. Middle names, anyway. Here's our classic, ladies and gentlemen, Fubar. Fubar. Retired U.S. Army Sergeant Major Rob Dickerson finally received his Purple Heart this summer, in 2011, four years after he was seriously wounded in a rocket attack in Iraq and two years after he began a back-and-forth paperwork battle with the Army to prove he was injured. Recently, the Army had apologized and mailed him the award, but it arrived COD, leaving, leaving Dickerson to pay the $21 fee. The Army subsequently reimbursed Dickerson, but Dickerson said he hasn't been able to cash the check, that it was somehow made out to Roy Dirksen. <clears throat> we spend more money on defense than the next 26 countries combined. 25 of which are allies of this country. You're going to send a guy his purple heart after arguing with him for four years. C-O-D and spell his name wrong. More funding is not going to solve that problem.
I have an idea. I have an idea for the review, and it hopefully should make things a little easier. What I'm going to do is kind of like we're doing the archives. We're going to whatever the review archive game is. Um, we're going to use that as the soundtrack, so I don't have to think of anything too hard. We're going to do the reviews starting now based on the collection at the website. So what I'm doing is I'm going to my list, because I know the games I've played better than the games everyone else has played. And I think last week I mentioned I wanted to do games that people had actually maybe were familiar with. So this way, if it's a game you don't know, you can actually just go and watch it and and see what it's all about and then compare it to the um, review. Now this is going to be good and bad because not all games I play are going to get bad reviews. But, you know. That's just how it's going to be. Let's see. <clears throat> so we are going to be looking at reviews for Abadox, The Deadly Inner War. From ITL and Milton Bradley. Also released in 1990. The same year as Rescue Rangers. Let's see. <sighs> Taking a look, we've got... Um, is this Aliens with a different ending? We've done this before. Landmark Review, number 80. Intestines and lasers and blood, oh my. Another insane scrolling shooter. What's new? An invincibility code. That's what. Choose your difficulty. Did Hannibal Lecter make this game? Aside from those pesky numbers and Japanese titles, this is the first game if you go alphabetically. Wow, cool, eh? Not really. I know. It's bad. Run-of-the-mill shooter, saved by decent sight, sounds, and control. Look, kids, there's the small intestine. Milton Bradley presents Abadox, equals strange title screen. Might have more fun watching someone play it. Cool story, lots of fun. So-called Life Force clone turns out to be just as good. Whip out the Windex. This wasn't Konami? Question mark? <laughs> well, our lowest score is two and a half, and that was, aside from those pesky numbers, and I'd have more fun watching someone play... I kind of like some of these other ones, like intestines and lasers and blood, oh my. And look, kids, there's the small intestine. But I actually think I'm going to go with the aside from those pesky numbers. This is by J-Dog, 007. J-Dog. That's my, that's my radio personality and voice. J-Dog. 96.5 FM, J-Dog. Today's Top Country, <clears throat> which sounds a lot like uh, pop music from 20 years ago. Anyway, aside from those pesky numbers and Japanese titles, this is the first game if you go alphabetically. Wow. Cool, eh? Not really. I know. It's not bad. Abadox, The Deadly Inner War, a review by JDog007. And I can tell we are in for a treat here. Oh my god, phone. Shut up. Five text messages in two minutes. It's probably all Randy. What do you want, woman? I am podcasting. This is my time. Oh, pictures. Hello. There's that face picture you needed for work. Great job. Ahem. <clears throat> Abadox is basically a compilation of every other space shooting game made before it, scrolling or otherwise. If you've ever played Life Force, Gradius, R-Type, or any of those other games, this will look like a cheap off knockoff, which it is. 
It's not overly horrible, but it's not awesomely great either. A bad ox, perhaps? Blah, ha, ha, ha. Rimshot. Anyway, there are two modes of flight. The standard side-scrolling, which I call R-type mode, and the vertical scrolling. The rules are simple. If anything touches you aside from power-up, you die. And when you die, you're sent all the way back to the beginning of the level. It sucks doing all that work to get up to a boss, only to get hit by a stray bullet and have to work your way back up to him. I hate when games do that. Oh well. The graphics are interesting, to say the least. In the first level, you're flung over what looks like intestines. Wow, that's pretty normal. I thought we were killing aliens, not making a tour of the digestive system. It's a pretty tough game since you have to dodge a lot of things. And since lives and continues are scarce, you need to be very good to beat this game. Time for the breakdown. Graphics! 5 out of 10. Intestines. Well, they don't look too bad. Everything else is par graphically, but they did score a double bogey with some of the enemies. Still, it could have been better, in my opinion. Audio, 4 out of 10. The music didn't do its job. I'm guessing it was supposed to be some sort of dark, foreboding music. I found it to be dull and, well, bad. The sounds aren't very good either. Just mute it and blast some Slayer or something. That's what I do. Challenge, 8 out of 10. It's pretty damn hard to dodge everything and still be able to kill things. The power-ups do help, but only the speed and the shield thing. The guns are worthless. The three-way shot is the worst. You can only fire one at a time, meaning you meaning only one can be on screen. That just adds to the challenge, I guess. Gameplay, 6 out of 10. The controls are decent, and although the guy does move slow in the beginning, you get power-ups that make him faster. It both helps and hurts, though, since the added speed means you can inadvertently run into a wall or enemy. It's alright, though. Just avoid anything that's moving. Overall, 5 out of 10. It's okay, just a basic run-of-the-mill space shooter with a crappy story and intestines. I don't condone the use of emulators. Piracy is bad, Kai. But if you do happen to use one, save states would be your lifesaver in this game. Cheats would be good too, but the true enjoyment comes from playing the game legitimately. In other words, go to Funko Land or whatever your local used game store is and buy it. It's probably like $1.39 or less. So even if you don't like it, you're not shelling out big dollars. A reviewer's rating, two and a half. Playable. Originally posted, 6-12-02. Funko Land, huh? It doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think. Let's let's check his math. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, five. Yeah, yeah. Three would be more accurate, but I think that's more of a game facts thing than a his review thing. Anyway. <clears throat> Let's break this one down because it's not terribly long. J Dog 007. Abadox is basically a compilation of every other space shooting game made before. That is true of every space shooting game made before any space shooting game. Scrolling or otherwise. I didn't know there were non-scrolling space shooters. I can't think of any off the top of my head. If you're ever if you're ever played Life Force, Gradius, R-Type, or any of those other games, this will look like a cheap knockoff. Which it is. Except it doesn't. It doesn't look cheap. It has some very nice graphics. I don't know why he's giving it a five. It's not overly horrible, but it's not awesomely, not awesomely great either. A bad ox, perhaps? Uh, you're not funny. Anyway, there I'm not either, so I would know. Anyway, there are two modes of flight, standard side-scrolling, which I call R-type mode, and the vertical scrolling, which he doesn't name because he can't think of a game that does that. Let me give you a couple. Gunsmoke, Legendary Wings, uh, Dragon Spirit, perhaps? They all do that. Life Force actually does it too. Guardian, Le Guardian Wings, even, will do both. 
vertical scrolling, uh, Summer Carnival, Rekka will do it. Um, oh, pretty much every shooter made by Compile will do it. Guardian Legend has it in there uh, from time to time. The flying scenes in Guardian Legend. 1942, 1943, all vertical scrolling. Could you not think of any of those? I'm sorry. Rules are simple. If anything touches you aside from a power-up, you die, just like in all the other games. And when you die, you're sent all the way back to the beginning of the level. I don't believe that's true. I think you actually do get checkpoints. It has been a long time since I played Abadox, but I believe there are checkpoints. If you die at a boss, I think you start off just a little bit before the boss. Could be wrong, but fairly sure. The graphics are interesting. The first level you're flying over will look like intestines. That's because they are. It's pretty normal. I thought we were killing aliens. That's because you are, but the story tells you more about it. Not taking for the justice system. Pretty tough game. It is a tough game. It is a very hard game. It's a very fun game. Though. Graphics, he gave it a 5. They don't look too bad. Everything else is par graphically. Did score a double bogey with some of the enemies. So it could have been better. Well, it's the NES. Of course it could be better. But for what it was, it was amazing. I'm actually going to find the story. We're going to come back to that here in a minute. Audio music didn't do its job. This has great music. I don't know what they did, but they somehow managed to like rip off the Konami music and sound effects chip. Which Konami had some great sound and music on its NES games. I think the the I wanted something dark and foreboding, so I blasted Slayer. No, 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 son, no. Challenge, 8 out of 10. Through three-way shot, yeah, it's pretty bad. Speed up is terrible if you get more than, like, two. The shield is amazing. Um, I usually take the laser when I play the game because it's piercing, and that is much more helpful than the three-way shot, I feel. Gameplay, controls are decent. The guy does move slow at the beginning, but power-ups to make him faster, just like Gradius. Wow. Both helps and hurts since added speed means you can inadvertently... Yeah, that's exactly how speed up works in these games. Overall, run-of-the-mill space shooter with crappy story and intestines. <clears throat> Let's read this story. I have it right here. In the year 5012, a cytoplasmic entity is sighted in your galaxy. This creature is called Parasitus, and it is a shapeless mass that engulfs those it wishes to consume and then assumes the form of its prey. Parasitus rapidly advances on Abadox, your home world, and, and digests it, assuming its form. The WAF, World Alive Force, launches a full-scale assault on the entity from nearby space stations, but Parasitus destroys and eats all but one soldier. You. You are Second Lieutenant Nazal, who got out of being Parasitus' next meal by a lucky chance, as your ship's energy drive wasn't working properly and you couldn't join the battle. But a hospital ship that was orbiting near the battle wasn't so lucky. On board was Princess Maria. Your mission... Fly into Parasitus on your jetpack and make your way to the Entity's core to destroy it. <laughs> crappy story. Here's the crappy story. We have this giant planet eating planets. I mean, it's kind of Transformers, the original Transformers movie. You know, Unicron kind of a thing. Um, and you've got to go in, and the only way you're getting in is not in a ship. Number one, your ship's screwed up. Number two, it's so big, you're just going to chew it up. And the gameplay actually follows that really well. You start outside and you just continue to work your way inside the planet. The farther you go, the more internal the stages look. 
and it does work really freaking well. <clears throat> I don't condone the use of emulators. Um, yeah, you probably do. If you happen to use one, save states will be your lifesaver, except there's uh, some in-game codes that are accessible simply by pausing the game and putting in a command. Cheats would be good too, but true enjoyment comes from playing the game legitimately. This is true, but also beating it, even with using in-game cheats, is pretty nice too, because the game is damned hard. Go to Funko Land. Where were you that had Funko Lands in 2002? Probably like $1.39 or less. I don't think so. I think at the least you're going to pay for an NES game in most places anymore is probably like 5 bucks. Not that that's a big deal. 5 bucks is 5 bucks. If I saw this game for, you know, 10 bucks, I would buy it because I really like the game. It's also kind of a, a thing I'm doing. I'm actually trying to get like all the Milton Bradley and Broderbund games for the uh, NES. Like Captain Skyhawk was a Milton Bradley. Um, Cabal was a Milton Bradley. The Broderbund games were more um, Legendary Wings, or not Legendary Wings, Guardian Legend. I keep doing that, Legendary Wings. Guardian Legend, um, Legacy of the Wizard, Deadly Towers, things like that. Anyway, JDog007. Not the best review, but, you know, we're going to run into things like this going this way. I'm sorry, it's just how the world works. This is... JDog007 signing off. Gonna leave you now with a little uh, Reba McIntyre.
that'll do it this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed. It's been a good time for me. I hope it was a good time for you. I hope you enjoyed the music, because the music, I think, is pretty good for this game. Um, not a whole lot of it, but I'm actually going to start um, getting some of these other soundtracks ready. When I get the music for the game that I'm going to use in the show, I'll also put together a soundtrack. I'll get it uploaded on my channel, which I'm probably going to start re-uploading the old podcasts to. Um, but I'll get a soundtrack on my channel if you want to stream it. I'll put it at the forums in the soundtrack section to make them a little easier to find and sort through. And I will also get a download link available at the forums as well. Whoop! That would be me opening the link so I can get ready to download this beast. All I'm going to tell you, viewers, when it comes to downloading these soundtracks, DVD VideoSoft. DVD VideoSoft. And not just for soundtracks. They've got a lot of software, and some of it is pretty darn good. Pretty solid stuff. Anyway, uh, hope you enjoyed. Please don't forget, if you want to call in, leave emails, whatever. If you have some suggestions for reviews, uh, I will still take them. If you have some suggestions for music, absolutely I'll take them. We don't have to follow this uh, format that I'm doing every week. Because there's just going to be times we'll go and we'll look at a review for a game and there's not going to be any bad reviews. Or there might not be any reviews. Like Chaos Faction had no reviews, so we didn't do that. Um, but I do hope you enjoy the show. I hope to see you around the website and all that. And um, y'all have a nice day, okay? We'll see ya. <laughs>